Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. Hello, everyone. Oh my God. I missed you. I missed you. We're going to talk about where I've been. We're going to get all into it tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, whenever and wherever you're listening. We are going to discuss life after 27. Yes, I am 27. I will be 28 on August 10th, 2023. I did an episode like this, except it was titled Life After 25. And since that episode, things have evolved naturally and it's different. I, I've always said this ever since I turned 21. I was like, I feel like your 20s every year is like you age five years. You know what I mean? You just learn so much. And a lot of us are put into situations that are unexpected naturally because of the age we're turning. And 20s is like the decade that can make you or break you. Honestly, I am blessed to have made it this far. And I really want to share my insight to those of you who are 26 and under and maybe Those of you who are older than me can be like, yeah, she's right. Or, you know, whatever. Get some comfort from this. I really missed you guys. So what's been going on? Well, since last month, I've been really focused on my nine to five because it was like in jeopardy. I was like not performing well. And I was like, oh, shit, like I I am not a full time creator yet. So I need to step it up. So that meant like going to bed at like nine and usually I stay up late and make a podcast and do art and art I haven't done art in two months and I'm having an identity crisis a little bit just a little bit um I've been having hard lessons in life recently I overshared and it's like Candice you overshared yeah I overshared on my Instagram story and it backfired tremendously and I just got done dealing with that and I honestly feel like it was a lesson to be learned now better than at any other time going forward because you guys I truly truly feel in my heart that I'm on the verge of a breakthrough I have always been someone who's wanted everything and when I say everything I mean everything I mean I just want everything And I don't want to like get into exactly what I want because I truly believe that somewhere out there, one of my biggest haters is listening and will do some type of African voodoo to make my wishes not come true. (laughs) It's not that deep, but it it, kind of is. So life after 27, what does that look like? I don't want to scare you, but it's kind of a slap in the face. 27 is... You're just like, fuck, am I going to die? Am I going to be a part of the 27 club? And death is something I want to touch on right off the bat. I just want to get the heavy stuff right out of of the way. I've been thinking about death. And I've been thinking about other people's death like in my immediate family and like my friends and I'm just like okay how am I gonna handle this like I really like 
thinking about handling someone's death and like what that looks like that is like top tier maturity that is like that's something that you achieve when you're 27 i feel like is like this newfound maturity where you're no longer thinking about yourself this is true for me by the way i was no longer thinking about myself i began to think about other people like maybe i should go the extra mile and and buy them this thing from the store because i know they like this and it's gonna make them feel happy i feel like my whole life, people have been accommodating to make me happy without me realizing how far they went the extra mile to make me feel good. And I just want to do that for other people in my life. And I feel this new sense of self-awareness where I'm just like, hey, you know, this is someone you love. You know, this is someone you cherish. Like, You know, maybe you should show it by your actions and as a consequence of being an only child, you guys, I honestly feel like as a consequence of like not having to think about another person, the, like like a sibling, for example, I just grew up like expecting everything handed to me and like not returning the favor. And so turning 27, I, I shifted my focus on what can I do for other people in my life that I love? What can I do for them? And that's just been my focus. Like, it's just little things. Like, I've been picking up extra around the house. I've been holding back on things I want to say. Maybe, And when I think about it, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't say that because of how it's going to be taken. And I never really... I, I, I'm someone who speaks my mind, obviously. But I never was really someone who took an extra second to stop and think (laughs) that sounds so bad like I have a podcast like that sounds so bad but like I hadn't I had a learning experience that was really painful this past couple weeks and like I just I really learned from it and that leads into the next thing I want to talk about is after 27 accountability has to be something that you are actively participating in you have to be accountable for your actions and that's usually actions that are negative and have a negative impact on either yourself your image or other people if you were caught doing something wrong admit to it and apologize that is accountability if you can't take accountability for yourself after 27 I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Like you, when you don't admit your wrongs, you make it harder for everyone around you to function. You make it harder for everyone around you to tolerate you, to want to trust you, to want to share things with you, to even want to be in your presence. At some point, you got to grow up. And that was something I had to learn. And taking accountability is not fun. So don't put yourself in a position to have to take accountability. But I feel like a lot of us, we reach a point in our 20s where we have to grow up. And for me, growing up is watching what I say. Because I don't know about you, but have you noticed that the older you've gotten, things you say, like your opinion, has just had a greater impact? Not only... Because you're older, it's because, like, 
with age comes like trust. Like people automatically trust you because you're older because they assume you're wiser. So if you're not taking accountability, if you're not apologizing, if you're not admitting your wrongs, if you're not learning from your mistakes, you are not the type of person that anybody wants to be friends with, wants to date, wants to parent, like nothing, nothing. So taking accountability is something that is going to be if you haven't done it, it's going to be like you're going to be forced to have to do it. Like when you after you turn 27, for sure, for sure. After 27, it's all about taking responsibility for your life. And what I mean by that, I'll use me as an example. I feel like I'm always in a constant state of not being where I want to be. And every time I level up, I always find something else that I don't have or that I want to achieve in life. And then I'm back to, I don't have everything I want. Like, I'm always in a state of, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. But let's take, let's, let's look at my behavior and let's see why I don't have the things that I want. I'm, I'm focused on other things that are a little more important. I have to remember that it's okay to unplug and it's okay to slow down. I've realized that we as a, as a population around the world, most of us, we are hooked up to a fucking device all day. And I really want to talk about this because like after I turned 27, I really looked at my activities during the day and you guys I spend so much time on my phone every day this past week I've averaged about 500 YouTube short videos a day what am I doing no what am I doing what am I doing I I, I've been wanting to record I've been wanting to do art but I've been watching my attention span is like just scroll, just scroll, just scroll to the video. And like, it got me thinking, especially after I turned 27, like, hey, like, stop letting things influence you. Did you guys hear about that makeup artist, Michaela on TikTok, who uh, reviewed a mascara from L'Oreal? L'Oreal, that's your first fucking problem. I'm sorry. Like, I am one of those girls that does not do drugstore makeup. I'm not shaming you if you do. I'm not calling you. I'm not being classist. It just doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I don't like it. When I purchase makeup that is not drugstore, yes, nine times out of ten, it is more expensive. But I get what I pay for. I'm looking for a certain effect. I'm looking for a certain look. That for me, drugstore makeup just doesn't do it. It's just not the girl. So having that opinion, when I saw L'Oreal, I was like, there's no way that a drugstore product is going to create such an effect. So like, fast forward a week later, she's being accused of lying and... It's just a whole fucking mess. And so many people bought that mascara from L'Oreal. And I'm like, look, 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 this video, this video that we're all watching, that we've all seen, not all of us, but like, my point is, is that 
you need to be careful how how things you see online are affecting you. And it's easy to be like, oh, I'm an adult. Like, I, I'm not going to let things influence me. Blah, blah, blah. Look at me. I've been stuck watching YouTube shorts for three weeks. Where have I, where have I been? I know a lot of you have been like, oh, where the fuck has, where, where's the new fucking podcast? Like, I've been watching YouTube short videos. That's where I've been. Bitch. Bitch. Life after 27, for me... I have been really realizing, like, these are my last years of being young. And I'll tell you this story. I went to this bar, like, four years ago. And I met... Okay. I was on ecstasy. This is why... Oh, my God. I took ecstasy, and I went to the bar. I was meeting some friends, and... I didn't even get to see my friends like the ecstasy pill hit me as soon as I got in the bar and I (laughs) I saw this cute guy and I immediately went up to him and I was like smile and he smiled and then like he he fucking fast forward we're on a date like a week later okay he asked me to go out on a date and we're in line for another bar and I asked him how old he was he goes he's 27 and I was 23 at the time. And then, like, I was so, like, ugh. I, ugh. I was one of those bitches that was desperate, desperate for a relationship. I mean, like, any guy would talk to me and I'd be like, so I don't, I don't sleep with guys unless, like, I'm in a relationship. Like, I was that bitch. Like, I was. I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So he told me something I will never forget. He goes, I forgot what I said, but he goes, I'm 27. I want to enjoy my last years of, he basically said, I want to enjoy my last years. And like, now that I'm 27, I'm like, oh, this is what you mean. You guys, I feel the clock. I feel the clock ticking. I feel the seconds diminishing, the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months. Every day I get closer to 30. I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like I'm I'm not terrified. I just know that all this time of being able to fuck around and find out, like, I'm not going to be able to do that in my 30s. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 27, it might as well be 29. It's, if, it's what it feels like. I'm going to feel 29 for three years. Like, I just, mm. Another thing that happens when you hit 27 is when you go into the bar that you've been going to since you were 21, you are now a veteran. You are now an old timer. Like, you can get a drink for half off because you're so fucking old. Like, I have a friend that I go out with named Elda and she just turned 26 so I feel I feel like she's starting to feel it a little bit but like when I started going out with her she was 24 so like 
in the beginning when I was going out with her, I wasn't feeling old, but now she asked me to like hang out and go out and I'm just like, I'm not sure because like I'm old. Like I'm like I'm old and like what what do I mean by that? I mean, I go in there and I'm the only bitch in line with a gray hair that's visible. Like <laughs> I'm the only one in line without acrylic nails. Like I not that that means anything about me being old. Like, I don't dance because I feel like I can't get up if I get low. Do you know what I mean? Like, my knees lock and my hips lock when I try to do something. And, like, one time Elda told me I got really drunk and I was twerking. Listen, I don't know how to twerk. I don't know how to twerk. So I don't know what the fuck I was doing. And I feel really embarrassed. I feel really embarrassed. No, like, if I start twerking... No, that's that's like if I start doing anything that involves me arching my back, take me home, give me water and take me home because I am not a girl that can twerk. I feel like if I had a butt, I still wouldn't be able to twerk. I, it, it just It's just not the hip hand eye coordination does not translate. I've tried. I look like I'm having a seizure. I look like I have scoliosis. So I'd rather do my two-step and keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be twerking. And all. Anyways, that's besides the point. The point is, I'm an old bitch. Like, I walk in there and, like, like, six years ago, I used to walk in that bar with no bra. No panties. Now I'm just like, it's cold, bitch. It's 78 degrees. Take your clothes off. Like, I just, like, I, I look at, like, I, I look at shoes and I'm like, can I wear that all night? Like, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. And, like, when I go to the bar and, like, they play songs, I don't even know half the songs. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, they, like in the past year drill rap became very popular and they'll play at the bar and like the okay so i live in phoenix and like the bar we don't have that many clubs unless you go to scottsdale who the fuck's trying to drive an uber to scottsdale we don't want to go to scottsdale so we'll go to the bar and we'll pretend it's like a club so we go to the pretend club the bar and i swear to god if they start playing ice spice i'm not gonna know half the lyrics all i'm gonna know is that nigga a munch. Nigga, he eat it, he eat it for lunch. Bitch, my body, I get what I want. Like, you thought I was feeling you? That nigga a munch. <laughs> oh, like, damn, she in her mood. Like, damn, she in her mood. Like, damn, she in her mood. That's all I'm gonna know. Oh, in this part. She a baddie with her baddie friend. Like, th- that's all I know. That's all I know. I don't know any Bad Bunny songs. Except that. That's all I know. I don't know any anything young and hip. I'm out. I'm out. So life after 27, once you realize that you're old and you're out, you try to find the next space, wherever that is. It could be a fucking Met Gala, a, 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 a charity event. I don't know where fucking their old people go. But you try to find the next social group where you're the youngest that's like that's like the defense mechanism of turning 27 you're like okay where can i go where i'm gonna be the youngest one in the group because this uh, it's giving senioritis it's giving senior citizen 
it's giving retirement like it's 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 giving pension like it's giving death honestly (laughs) so elda if you're listening it's not that i don't want to be friends it's that i want to be age appropriate and like i'm when i go to cobra i feel like i'm talking to someone underage do you know what i mean like, I don't fit in. Like, I feel like when I walk in there, everyone's like, oh, my God, my older sister's here. <laughs> and you guys, like, I don't know where the next social space is for me where I'm the youngest one. Because I, I've i always been the youngest one in everything. At my job. Uh, at school, I was always born close to summer breaks so like like I, I, I was always young and now I'm 27 and I'm just like huh so next thing <sighs> one thing I learned the hard way is that at some point your flaws become a crutch and you gotta do better look Gone are the days of me making excuses about my perceived lack of progress. And when I say perceived, I mean it's all in my head. I've made tremendous progress in 12 months of of taking this podcast seriously. I've made tremendous progress, but my flaws, like depression and even though it's, it's like clinical like I still feel like I don't know we'll have a discussion on depression like is it clinical is it chemical or is it moral you know what I mean like I feel like there's so many levels of depression it's kind of hard not to blame yourself for being that way but I started realizing that I was blaming my flaws for me not being where I want to be in life and trying to make myself feel okay and try to use that as an excuse. And I feel like, I feel like those of us who have so many ambitions, we put this timer on ourselves when we're younger and we say, by this age, it's going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, we move it up like a year or six months. Like, okay, by this time, it's going to happen. By this time, it's going to happen. And let me tell you something. Every time you do that, you set the bar even further for yourself. Every time you say, I'm going to have this big thing achieved in a year's time, you could possibly fall into a situation where you're like, you get close to that time and you're not there yet. And you're just kind of like, oh, it's because I'm depressed. Or, oh, it's because the pandemic. Oh, it's because... And then another part of like... Being 27 or turning 27 for me has just been like, hey, so-and-so was born in 2003 and they have everything that you want to achieve. Like, what have you been doing? And then I started like being like, oh, you were an addict and that took away time, blah, blah, blah. And I started realizing, I'm like, you're using your problems as a crutch. Like you're you're using them as like an, an excuse. And I'm just kind of like, I'm at a point now where I'm in my life where I'm like, okay, how hard is it to focus? Because every day you spend not focusing on what you really want 
And what I really want is for this podcast to blow up, for me to become insanely viral and successful, and for me to quit my job, and for me to buy my mom and myself a house. That's what I want. Um, But that's not what everyone wants. For you, it could be, like, I want to be a great mother, or it could be, I want to really change directions in my life and and make more friends and you know whatever goals you have for yourself after 27 if you don't have them achieved yet don't fall into the trap of like trying to find things outside of yourself for the reason of why you're not where you want to be i know this is not what most people want to hear but nine times out of ten the reason why you're not where you want to be is because of you You know what I'm saying? Another thing that I realized is that being single, especially after 27, doesn't mean you're a failure. Doesn't mean you're in the danger zone. It doesn't mean anything wrong. If you're 27 and you're single and and you never had a serious relationship or you never had a boyfriend, girlfriend, you've never been married, who fucking cares? Let me tell you something. Everything we've been taught about dating and love and marriage and romance and relationships has been a complete fucking lie. And not only that, we unfortunately have to see all of that get played out online and get dissected online and pulled apart and get made into 20, I mean, made into six second clips. Me personally, I'm, I don't know if this is a bad thing. I'll talk to my therapist about it, but I'm fine with being single for a long time. Like I, I'm really fine with it because I feel like men and women, both, myself included, I feel like there's so many, there's so many, there's so many messages we're getting pushed, men and women, about how we should act, how we should vet, how we should not do this, not do that, and what we should tolerate. And what we should never tolerate. I'd just rather not participate. How about that? How, how about that? I haven't had sex in four months. And I honestly... Here's the thing. After 27. When it comes to being single and that. When you date and you're older. People th- are assuming nowadays that you are constantly fucking. Especially if you're a, especially if you're a single woman. They're wondering who you're fucking. And it's just like, why do I have to constantly be fucking somebody? And I lost my virginity nine years ago. And uh, I just took a look at myself and I was just like, you know, most of the time you don't plan on having sex. So it's like, it's either like a sneaky link situation with someone in the past or like... You happen to meet someone new and like that's an average of like a couple partners a year. And like 
If you're single and you're 27 and you're not married and, and you are having sex like I was, I took a look and I was just like, I don't want to do this because why? The risks are immense. Like, I don't want to fuck around and find out that I'm pregnant. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, I don't want to be single and pregnant. Like, no. After 27, you realize that having a career is not everything. And let me tell you why. It's like you work so hard to get into a company. You get a certain title. And then something that happens every year happens. And that's inflation. And that's tax season. And like every every like every year you're just like, oh, I thought I was making good money and with inflation and eggs being $18 for a dozen, I am broke. I'm poor. And a house is unaffordable, yada 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 yada. And then you're like, huh, all of the, all of this energy I spent on going to college to get a career, now that I'm in the career, it's not that much that I'm earning it's it's not worth it it's not worth it like I used to be so like I'm gonna graduate college I'm gonna get a job like my mom and everything's gonna be set everything's gonna be set bitch uh, bitch bitch I'll tell you right now I the job I have now I could have started at the company when I was 18 and worked my way up and I'd be in the same spot or earning more if I didn't go to college after 27 you realize moments in your life where you wish you just didn't do that and one of those things for me was college I loved college but I didn't love it that much. If I could go back and not go and focus on figuring out who I am, being comfortable with myself, and then exploring content creation, starting a business or something, because what they don't tell you when you're 17 and 18 is that you have your whole life ahead of you. You have your whole fucking life ahead of you. You don't need to rush and get this degree and get yourself in a fucking job. I, I really despise. For those of you who are really young, I mean like 20. <laughs> it was, it was, there was no escape to the pressure of having to go to college and getting a job. You were told all the time, you can't get a job without a degree. And and look what's what's happening. Look what's happening. You don't need a degree for these fucking jobs. You don't. You don't. And these companies, what they don't tell you is that they would rather hire someone who's been at their company for five years and move them up to the position they're looking for than to hire a brand new college student that just graduated. 
they'd rather invest in someone who's been in their company without a college degree than to invest in someone with a degree who has no experience. And it's hard not to blame yourself for making these choices when you are 17, when you are 18. So 27 is a point where you take a look back at the first half of your life and you're just like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why was I friends? Why, why was I with him or her? Why didn't I start that YouTube channel? Why didn't I start working out? But it's important once you hit like this period in your life to forgive yourself, please. Like, don't go on another day feeling bad about a decision you made 10 years ago. After 27, you have to learn how to forgive yourself and to forgive others. Forgive yourself for not having the body you want. Forgive yourself for never taking those lessons. Forgive yourself for not being good enough, for not loving enough, for disappointing your parents. Like, we all do it. We all fall short of who we want to be. And it's okay. But what you got to do is you got to get up and try again and do it again. Whatever that is, are you a podcaster? Are you an artist? Are you a YouTube creator? Are you a mom? Are you a supervisor? Are you, you know, whatever you do, whatever you're pursuing, if you're not where you want to be, keep going, keep going. Forgive yourself for fucking up. For being on drugs for 10 years. For being with a stupid narcissist for 12 years. Forgive yourself for talking shit. Like, for, like forgive yourself for being disgraceful. Like, just forgive and move on. We are our own biggest enemy. We are. <sighs> Another thing about turning 27 is that your energy is gone. Like, what I mean by that is, like, as a kid, like, you just woke up and you and you went. You started the day. You know, like, when you had to get out of bed, you, you got out of bed. With me, it's like, I look at the clock and I'm like, fuck, I didn't sleep. Fuck, I had to go to work. Fuck, I had to drive. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's just a constant, like... It's a constant fight after 27. Like your energy is, you have to fight for your energy. You have to, you have to take steps to get energy. And like, that sounds like I'm talking about something spiritual. Like, no, I'm talking about like you feeling tired. I never used to think that I would need to take painkillers to get out of bed, but like, that's how I feel. And like stretching is important. Water is important okay water staying hydrated making sure things are flowing out of you on a regular schedule and you know what i mean the last thing that i realized after 27 is that i need to let go of my past all of it. 
because it no longer serves me. I am in therapy. We talked about that a few months ago. But what I mean, but like, let me tell you this. I went on my Instagram and I was just so annoyed with my feet. I was just so annoyed because it was filled with people who reminded me of my past. And so I just went and unfollowed anyone that made me feel irritated by looking at their content, like whatever it was. I'll have you know, I unfollowed over 400 people and like it not being in my feed. I don't get triggered. I I don't do nothing because if you're like me, you kind of follow people from your past, like high school, past work places and like all this stuff just to keep good face, to stay acquaintances like, oh, we never had beef or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like you're like. Seeing them just like, you're just like, oh, you know, like I had to get rid of that baggage because it was just putting me in a negative state. You know what I mean? Probably me. You <laughs> The other day, the other day, you guys, I, um, I was in the car. And I was singing a cappella. <laughs> Let me stop. Like, I was singing. And I was like, oh my god, bitch, you sound so good. <laughs> I was like, Candice, oh my god, I've never heard you sing like that. <laughs> bitch, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I wasn't high, but like, I, I was singing, and bitch, I was, I was hitting it, I was like, oh my god, like, I stopped and I screamed, I was like, was that me? Was that me? Was that my voice? And then, like, I put on another song. It was like, okay, I can sing if I can sing this song. And it was like, a, it was like a, it was like a female singer, like a really good one. I can't remember, but I was like, bitch, you can't sing. <laughs> and it's funny because for a second, I thought that I could sing. I was like, oh my god, your life's gonna change. Get on TikTok. <laughs> I was like, bitch, make a TikTok. It's over. <laughs> I really thought for like 15 seconds that <laughs> I was gonna have a singing career. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. Let go of your past. Go to a therapist to help you sort through that trauma, those memories that come up and make you cry. Anybody that you've been having sex with consistently on and off for the past year, two years, and you're not together, you're not friends of benefits, he dogs you, he ghosts you, leave him in the past. Anything you've done that you feel bad about and you are no longer doing, leave it in the past.
anybody from your past that you still follow that you feel a little ick about, unfollow them and just leave it in the past. Just leave it in the fucking past. Because walking around when your thoughts are consumed of things that have already happened, that's just taking up space for you to be on your purpose, for you to be focused on whatever you have to do. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> this is Candace with the Manic Candace Podcast. It's February 1st. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Keep in mind that in America, you know, fuck it. I was going to say something like woke, but like, I don't like that. So like, fuck it. In America, <laughs> please shout out to Alaska. We have landed in Alaska, Dubai, Hawaii. You're next. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. Whenever and wherever you're listening, it's Candice. I will see you next time. Bye.